Welcome to Suburban Warrior, the podcast that will impact, inspire, and empower you to transform your mindset and become the badass warrior that you are. I'm your host and fellow warrior, Chrissy Pfeiffer, former clinician and corporate marketing exec turns multi-passionate entrepreneur, performance and life coach, and mom to four not-so-little warriors. Each week, I will bring you honest conversations with inspiring guests to share their stories of resilience, optimism, success, and simple yet effective strategies so that you transform your thoughts and change your behavior to get the results you want in your life. You will be empowered to take action, warrior up, and believe in you. Let's do this. What's up, Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of the Suburban Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Pfeiffer, and I am here this week with another amazing Suburban Warrior here to share with us sort of why she made a career transition, and we're going to talk all things holistic, holistic journey, holistic medicine, and really, you know, this holistic journey that I think we're all on to start feeling better um, in a different way. So I can't wait to dive into this conversation. So let me introduce to you Kate Mazowski. She is a sales and business development veteran of the marketing technology space. She is leveraging her personal experience on her own wellness journey and her passion for connecting people to helping people find their ideal holistic healthcare practitioners and doctors. Using her 15 years of experience in this field, she created Holistic Health Collaborative to help you on your journey to wellness. HHT is a searchable directory of holistic practitioners and doctors. Whether you're seeking a practitioner to help alleviate chronic back pain and unexplained bout of fatigue or improve your overall health, this database is designed to match you with your ideal holistic health specialist. Kate is passionate about connecting certified healthcare providers and specialists with the people who need them most. With her personal journey in mind, she knows each individual's experience is unique and she's here to support you the whole time. That is awesome. Welcome to the podcast, Kate. Thank you so much, Chrissy. I'm so excited to be here and um, thank you for having me on. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just, I love what you're doing. I love this business that you're creating of a holistic healthcare directory because, you know, let's be honest, holistic medicine and everything surrounding it, whether it's supplements, practices, strategies, you name it, it is really so important in our lives these days. And I think so many people are looking to it as an alternative, you know, really to just even supplement traditional medicine or maybe completely move to holistic medicine. But regardless, it's an amazing thing that you're doing, creating this directory for people to help find these specialists um, that are around them. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit more about, you know, what your background is and how you decided to shift into this? Because I know you had your own health journey. Yeah, no, thank you so much for the introduction and everything like that. And, you know, I was working in the corporate world, corporate America, sales and business development for 15 years, traveling 50% of the time on the road, just killing myself. And, you know, I would come back from vacations and just look around. And I remember sitting with my friends one time being like, what's this all for? Like, I have a nice condo. I have a nice car. I I'm successful as far as society would put it and my family and friends, but I was miserable and super unhealthy. And so, um, back in 20, 
13 or 20, 2013, I started traveling. I was Vietnam and Thailand, and then I went to Nepal the next year. And so got really sick when I got home from those trips and just couldn't figure it out. And so started through the years getting these random symptoms and I'm talking like, you know, I developed a thing called EOE. It's eosophilic. I always mispronounce the name, but esophagitis, if food would get stuck in my esophagus, I had weight gain. I had dizzy spells where I couldn't drive for six months. I, I, um, you know, I it was symptoms all over the map, but it really got to be a problem, especially when I was at this job trying to execute on everything. And so I had seen tons of doctors, top doctors around the Boston area, and all the only diagnosis I could get was anxiety. And I was like, I I know my body, like there is no way this isn't just anxiety. Like I I can't. So it took me finally eight years to find a team to figure out that I had undiagnosed Lyme disease. And so in my head, I had through these years spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and seen 20 plus different doctors and practitioners. And to me, that was like, this is insane. You know, a lot of good and amazing practitioners are out there and doctors in the holistic space. And, you know, we're able to figure out what was wrong with me at the root and, and like kind of work towards health. So it's a, it's a constant journey, but that's where the whole thing came. And back in 2019 was when I left corporate, I had decided, you know, just with my health and I still didn't really know what was wrong, but I was like, I just can't do this anymore. I'm going to kind of take a break. I traveled a little bit and I was like, I'm going to start my own thing. And once I started finding the right practitioners, that's where I was like, there's a major gap here. And so I started up a technology company that's Holistic Health Collaborative, and it is connecting people like myself who were on a health journey to amazing practitioners and doctors that are out there in the holistic space that can help them. So that was kind of long-winded, but... <laughs> no, I, you know what? I think the key to what you said, it, I mean, first of all, it's like a really amazing story. Um, I think that we don't realize too, when we travel, you know, even to the Caribbean or just local islands, like the things that we can pick up um, in our body and then how that translates when we get home. But the key to everything that you just said, I think is you knew that when they were telling you it was anxiety, that it wasn't right. And I think that you know, that's the key. Like we really have to listen to ourselves. Like we all know our bodies the most. Yes. Um, and there are a lot of diagnoses and listen, the, there are wonderful practitioners and physicians out there on, on, in, in the traditional sense, it's just as there's not very good physicians in the holistic sense. Yep. Like, so it's a gamut and you got to find what works for you. Right. Yep. But like, there is just such a quickness to diagnose. Um, yep. Especially when like your profile, they look at your age, they look at your sex, they look at, you know, this, that, oh, okay, well, yeah, that just must be anxiety without really yeah. diving deeper into it. Um, yeah. And having undiagnosed Lyme disease for that long is, you know, yeah. can be truly detrimental and so harmful to your health. Yeah, that's Western medicine is really good at finding a symptom, not the root cause. So that's where, and it's so specialized that I would go in and be like, oh, I have skin rashes. So they'd be like, oh, okay, here's a pill for that. And we'll try to get rid of that. Then uh, they were trying to put me on things for the, for my esophagus and stuff. And, and I remember looking at them though, being like, don't you want to figure out what's causing this stuff? And they were like, 
no, it is what it is kind of like take the stuff and go. And so I started questioning being like, wait, if, if it's like a food allergy or something that's causing inflammation, I want to, I want to figure out what that is. So finally found like a good nutritionist and yeah, great, amazing doctors out there and everything, but not trained in getting to the root of. Right. Exactly. It's, there's, it's, it's treating the symptoms. So treat the symptoms, not the root cause. But what happens is then you're constantly chasing symptoms, yes. right? Yep. Um, so then you you had this amazing idea to start this directory. And so what you do, and correct me if I'm wrong, because this is yep. my understanding, but like you, you're building this database, which is the Holistic Health Collab, mm-hmm. and it is building a database of holistic practitioners yep. in throughout the country, yes. right? And yep. so that people can go on and to this database and find whatever type of holistic practitioner they're looking for in their area. But then what you're also doing is you have your own podcast and you're interviewing these practitioners, right? Yes. Yep. On all different topics on everything holistic health. So yeah, they're, they're 60 episodes and it's across the, you know, there've been hormonal interview, um, interviews on hormones, uh, men's health, um, trying to think. I mean, it, it's across the board. So, yeah. And what is that podcast called? That's the holistic health collab as well, right? It's empowered health, a holistic empowered. view. Yep. There you go. Okay. So empowered health and a holistic view. That's the podcast. Okay. So I'm curious, cause I'm sure from interviewing all of these amazing holistic specialists, there's gotta be some like top advice that you like has yes. stuck with you or that it, you have taken with you and been like, okay, that was like a major, amazing piece of advice. So Tell me, what what have you learned from interviewing these holistic health practitioners? And this, I think you touched on it and it seems so simple, but it's listen to your body and follow your, like you are the, uh, one of the interviews I did, and I love this saying, and so I'll give credit to Haley Fountain, but she said, you are the CEO of your own body. And I was like, that is so correct. So when things are going wrong and stuff like that, or when you just feel off that you, that's kind of the biggest piece that I always ask podcast guests at the end, you know, what's your biggest piece of advice? And it's been so similar across the board along those lines of you, you know, your body, you have to fight for yourself because it is fighting for yourself in a way too, because you're being told to take a med or be, but question everything too. So question, you know, well, why, you know, why are these symptoms actually happening and what's really going on at the root? So it's been across the board, but those were the biggest takeaways from any of the interviews that I've done, because that's why it's just, you know, question why you have the symptoms and you are in control of your body and, you know, and fight for that, you know, yourself the best. So. Okay. That's great. And I think that's amazing advice and so true. And what about any like tips or strategies or something that like you came out of an interview and you took from that and you're like, oh my God, that was like the best thing like that has worked for me. And I've seen it work for other people. Yeah. Because there are a couple things to say on that. And one would be even just overall gut health. I think gut health is responsible for, and I don't want to give misinformation, but it's 70 or 80% of your overall health. So like there's something going on with your gut and, and there's something to eating at home and cleaning, uh, eating clean diet and everything like that, but kind of like an 80, 20 rule. And so, you know, you can still splurge on the things you like to splurge on. But I remember thinking like, I don't understand how hormones or any of that are related to the gut. 
but they are like, so once you clean up your gut, other things start to go into like kind of fall into place. And then the next piece too, is also stress and what that does to you. And we live in a very stressed society. And so, but I remember too, if when I was in corporate and someone would tell me to reduce my stress, I would look at them and laugh and be like, how do you expect me to do that (laughs) with jobs, families, like, you know, running a house and, and traveling for work and everything. It's just, how how would you do that? But stress can do such a number on your body. And if you're not working through and trying to take time for yourself and figure that out, your symptoms are going to keep going and they're going to get worse. And so it is finding time for yourself to figure that out and what works for you. So, but yeah, that's, I just remember when people would talk to me, they would say, you've got to reduce stress. And I was like, how, how? Yeah, There's no I know <laughs> it makes you more stressed out thinking yeah. about how am I going to reduce my stress? <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, those are like really two huge, important categories, right? Because I mean, the first one, gut health, that has made such a huge, I mean, there's so much information I feel like out in the last five years or so about gut health and how a healthy gut, healthy body and how, and, and clear brain and yes. how it's not really the brain. It's, it's the gut that helps to focus. Uh, I mean, it's the gut health that helps to drive everything else in our body. And I know that I have really paid so much more attention to gut health and trying to keep it balanced. Yeah. Um, and again, I think holistic practitioners, uh, they know so much more about this than traditional practitioners. And it really is like a science in a way, right? Because like, it's not just like, oh, take a probiotic because sometimes probiotics aren't great for everybody. So it's about understanding what works for your gut, testing your own gut flora and um, understanding what you need to treat it uh, and and to be very specific about it. But it works. It it really does work. And so many conditions, like you said, like eczema, um, psoriasis, like I mean, you name it, there's so many conditions, headaches, like that stem really from, from the health of your gut and not so much just, not just like this random, you know, thing that has happened to you all of a sudden. Um, And then of course, stress. I mean, you know, I, I feel your pain. I know that when I was in the corporate world, I experienced migraines like all the time and they were like debilitating migraines. I would have to like lay down on the floor of my office in the dark and, it was just all the time. And I went to neurologists. I saw everyone. Uh, there was n- no one knew the root of it because it wasn't food. It wasn't alcohol. It wasn't hormones. It, and then when I left corporate, m- like mysteriously, the migraines went away. Yep. <laughs> so that's when I realized like, oh my God, yep. it was the stress. And that's just the, I mean, migraines are so evident, like, you know, you have it and, you know, it's so debilitating. So I just wonder what else was going on with my body that I didn't even realize, you know, that stress was the cause of that. And listen, we all have stress, whether you work in the corporate world or you're a mom or you're an entrepreneur like yourself and you're starting your own business, like stress doesn't leave. The difference is is that we have to figure out how we're going to manage the stress and develop these strategies for our mindset and strategies for every day to help um, really balance and alleviate the stress. Um, and the only way to really do that is to really give yourself time and understand that you have to work on these things for yourself to alleviate some of the stress. Yep. Yep. That and all it, starts in our thoughts. 
Yeah, it 100%, 100%. Another thing that that um, comes up to that's a kind of a trend is that, you know, uh, we've normalized a lot of behavior. We've normalized like, oh, I just have anxiety. I just have bad periods. I just have stress. I just, so we've normalized a lot of behavior. That's another theme that keeps coming up. So it's just kind of like our bodies, we're supposed to feel good at the, at the core. And so we're supposed to sleep well. And, and so when things are off, we have to stop normalizing that behavior and digging into why those things are happening. So that's another trend that's come up quite a bit too. So, yeah. And that makes a ton of sense. And I think it's interesting because I know for me personally, and I've talked to some other people about this, like, you know, I think COVID really put a spotlight on some of the things that we normalize that really shouldn't be normal. Like this, like kind of like rat race life that we're living, right? Um, This high stress, high, I mean, I'm in the Northeast. So us Northeasterners are very like, you know, running around all the time, so quick to here to there. We're running our kids over the place. I mean, I do think it's geographical, like different parts of the country aren't Mm -hmm. as rat raced and quick paced as, as we are up here in the Northeast. But you know, COVID shed such a spotlight on that because you're like, wait a second, like this is like, I think while we're in the middle of a pandemic, you also could like take a deep breath because you weren't like scheduled from like 6am to midnight. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah, no, it, it did. And I, I think a lot of people struggled with that too. Cause I feel like a lot of us too, you just kind of get in it and you're not thinking about, it brings up a bigger point of like, you're not, I don't want to go too deep here, but no, go not, deep. I like it. We like yeah. it deep on this podcast. <laughs> you're not really thinking about who really thinks about what they want to do with their lives and what their values are and what we just kind of go through the motions and end up in jobs and then just go with it. And it's like, you sit around one day and like, where does all this go? So I think with COVID and everybody being home too, it also made a lot of people question what the heck am I, what am I doing? And what am I running from when I'm filling my schedule with all these activities and, and going through the motion and and motions and stuff like that. But And, and I think we do all do that, like to a certain extent, right? Like we all, like for me, I think it's part of a procrastination in a way, like, you know, I like, do all the busy work, you know, the laundry or, oh, I have to run to the grocery store and instead of Instacarting it, or I have to go here, like running all these errands before sitting down and doing writing or, you know, or working things that actually involve like really some, like I said, like deep thinking, um, because it's easier. It's easier to kind of do that. But what happens is I think we can get to a place where that's all we're doing. It's like time filler. Right. And, and that's, and that's it's comfortable, even though it's chaos. Comfortable. It's comfortable. You're not chaos. thinking. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking. And you don't have to go deep. You don't have to think. And you don't have to think about like you know, um grief or trauma or you know what you've been in through in your life. Or maybe if you're not happy where your life is now, yep. you're not thinking about it because you're just filling yourself with busyness. Yep. And you know, at the end of the day, we're you know, we're on this this journey to be happy and to bring joy to our lives and you know, if we're not, if we're not there, then it is time to reflect and figure out why, because it's not always huge change that yeah. like, it's not always something devastating, like a, a divorce or, you know, mm-hmm. or a purging friendships like that will make us happy. Sometimes it's just some little tweaks and changes, but they don't happen unless you take the time to think about it. And be more mindful about it too. Cause that's, I have a lot of friends and I was in this scenario too, where I would be sitting there like, 
I don't feel happy, but I should be. Should yeah, because yeah. in it's a terrible word. Yes, yes, it is. That's why I was like, wait, I have everything together. I can travel when I want. Like I said, the condo, the car, I have all the things, but I was like, I should be happy, but I'm not. And so I think people yeah. need to question that a little bit more and and try to implement some things and tools into their life that can can bring <laughs> the, the happiness yeah. and values and, and stuff. And so I think that that's a positive of COVID. Yeah. Um, that. Absolutely. And I totally agree. And I think positive, but like, yeah, no, I agree. And I think that, um, I actually think that we should question every should, because Mm -hmm. I feel like when we're using should, Mm -hmm. when it, you know, when it pertains to our life or what we're doing, we should question every single should, because to me, that's a word that just means that like, we're just falling into the trap of like society or, you know, what we think is expected of us and expectations, you know, that could be a really slippery slope that we start to go down. You go in the shame cycle. Like, it's yes. Just, uh, yep. Yeah. Oh, should be doing this. And when you don't, it's like you beat yourself up and I've, d- yeah, I've done a ton of it, <laughs> especially. Absolutely. But, yeah. Okay. So, um, so tell us, you know, you're meeting all these holistic practitioners. Yeah. What if, what do you think about holistic medicine and, and, and have like in the journey that you've seen, like from when, you know, you were treating yourself and sort of how it's evolved in the last like couple of years, because yeah. I feel like it's so much more prominent, right? It is. And so much more information is coming out about it. So I've been, this is what too, I get really passionate about having a place where in a platform for practitioners to be easily searchable, just because I was like, I wish I found all these practitioners eight years ago. Like there is no way, there's no reason that people need to suffer with, I mean, autoimmune disease, um, a lot of things can be reversed or put into remission. And so that was like mind blowing for me where I'm like, wait, you know, you know how to fix what I have. <laughs> like you can, cause you go to doctors and get told over and over that, you know, just some of the stuff, but autoimmune disease is a huge issue. Obesity is a huge issue in the U S um, long COVID is a huge issue in the U S. And so holistic practitioners, this is what they, this is what they focus on and what they do. It's working on open up drainage pathways, killing off any of the bad stuff that they need to kill off in your system. And then like working your way to health for what's right for you. You know, I think Western medicine is amazing for emergency care and cancer care. And, but holistically, this is where I think the best of both world, the the best world would be using both worlds, if that makes sense. So it's implementing holistic Absolutely. care into the, into Western medicine, because they do study and know the body and the system so much. And that's what they study, not just certain like disease. They're like, they treat every disease and everything like a symptom and like, what's causing that, what's causing that, what's causing that and diving deeper to, to get to health. So instead that's awesome. of pills. So, yeah. Yeah. I think um, I'll share my own experience um, with a functional medicine physician that I worked with because um, I just was, you know, not feeling my best. I mean, there wasn't really like any major symptom except for like all of the symptoms that you would associate with like menopause. Like I was just tired and brain fog. And, and so I just thought I would engage with the functional medicine physician so that I could maybe help alleviate some of those symptoms and what's funny is that throughout the process of working with her, I, I mean, those symptoms actually didn't really go away. <laughs> um, but but there was major other things that we discovered. And, you know, I was um, taking a PPI 
uh, for uh, heartburn for like ever since I was pregnant with my second daughter, because I just had horrible, I threw up all the time at Harbor Reflux. So I was on a PPI and I, I just stayed on it for the last 15 years. And that was harming my gut a lot because it was yes. affecting. But um, I went from like not being able to like drink water off of the PPI because I would get heartburn to completely being off it now for like the last year and a half, which is amazing for me because I was on it for 15 years. But then even bigger than that is I'm a lifelong asthmatic. I was born asthmatic. I've had been since I was a little girl, um, hospitalized like prior to them, there being medicines for it. Like as a teenager and adolescent, I was ended up in the ER a lot because I would go to sleepovers with friends who had cats. And I, I didn't know I was allergic because there wasn't any such thing as allergy testing then, but, um, it would trigger my asthma and I'd be in the emergency room. But so, um, fast forward, um, you know, here I am 47 years old. Once steroids came out and had steroids like Advair, um, I I've been on those for my entire life. I've been on rescue inhalers, steroid inhalers, and, um, I have been completely off of all of it for the last year. Wow. That's it's like, I, mean, I, it's like, I don't even have asthma anymore. And I mean, whoa. it is bizarre. Now, with that being said, I've been doing a lot of work, my diet, how yes. I live supplements. So it's not like it's been easy. It's not a quick fix. It was no. not a quick fix. It is a journey. Oh. Um, I, you know, I think maybe for me, and I'm just saying this is for me, so I'm not, I'm not encouraging anyone to go off of their asthma medicine, you know, or yeah. If you do, you want to do it assisted with a right. Of course, that's what I mean. My journey is my journey. But what's amazing is I never in a million years, ever, 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 would think that I would be off of my asthma medication and breathing okay and feeling as good as I do, and I do. And it was with the help of a functional medicine physician that allowed me to even do that. I mean, so you know, listen, I don't, I don't know. I I know our bodies change as we age, so things happen my body just might need different things now. My diet, and I know a lot of functional medicine or holistic medicine doctors, you know, they're all very like gluten-free, dairy-free, you know, whole foods, healthy foods. But yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. So that's just my own journey. And and while I I joke that like, okay, what I went to see her for, yeah, it's not really relieved because it's not a miracle. They're not miracle workers, right? I mean, I'm, I'm, they... I'm still experiencing the menopausal symptoms, but I got a lot of other things fixed that I really never thought could be. Yep. I think too, and there are a couple things in there that I want to touch on, but you did up that, um, oh, reversing your symptoms and thinking you could never be off those meds. Like a lot of people with Lyme think that Lyme in particular, that was my problem, but that, oh, you're going to have it forever. And it's like, no, I have been able to get it into remission and felt like myself again and felt normal. And I was like, oh my God, like, this is mind blowing. Like I'm, I'm not on any, I went from being on a bunch of meds for all different symptoms to, to not on anything right now. And I feel better than I have in, I mean, ever. So you can reverse symptoms for um, certain things. They're not miracle workers, but you can, you know, you can address them and fix them and don't have to be on a pill. And then that touches on too the not being overnight. I've had people approach me in the past couple of years when I've started to feel better and be like, Hey, you know, what a probiotic are you taking? And I, you know, you look really good. And I was like, 
Oh, no, 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 no. It was way more than a probiotic. I've been working on mind, body, spirit, addressing everything to, <laughs> to, to go because it's all connected and everything. So it's, it's not an overnight fix. And we live in such a society where we want things so quickly and it's not like your health and the damage that you've done from like, for me, 41 years of living, you know, that's going to take time to, to reverse and, and figure out what's going to work for my body and my system. And, to operate. So, yeah. And I think that's a really great point because it is really a mindset shift. It's a mindset shift from taking a pill and fixing it to like, it's not like you have a headache and you take an Advil, right? These are like lifelong habits and the things that you have to reverse, you know, like my, the reflux that I had, like that took months to reverse. It was a very stepwise process that Mm -hmm. took months to reverse. And and then I was off the omeprazole, but it was, it, you know, I had to do the work. I had to take what I needed to take. I had to, you know, and then, yeah, I mean, now it's, it's gone and I feel great, but it is a process and it's a, you have to shift your mindset into thinking like, okay, this is a process. This is not going to be overnight and I'm not going to feel better overnight. So you don't get discouraged because yep. it's, yep. it's just very different. But I do feel like the more that you work with people that are in that space, the more that you, your mindset does shift to like, oh, it's a process and it takes longer. And you want to make it work. So a lot of the practitioners and doctors that I work with, because it's when you go cold, it's, they don't want you on some crazy diets and stuff. Not, not in a bad, they want it to be a lifestyle, what will work for you. So like start, they start with baby steps and stuff. And it's more of like an 80, 20 rule. And in the beginning of anything, it's important to be gluten-free, dairy-free potentially for whatever's going on with you, but that's not a forever thing either. So thinking right. of it in a way that like, wait, I'm, I'm doing this for a short term to feel better. And then living in 80, 20, like, you know, 80% good for my body and 20% some little splurges or whatever. Right. Body can handle those splurges yes. because it's operating like yeah. right now, if you're sick, it's your body's so toxic. It can't handle and process any of that stuff. When you get to be in a healthy state, you can process toxic foods, toxic products and toxicity a little bit better than when you're already overburdened with it. So, yeah. And I, I, I say all the time that it's what you do every day that matters. Mm -hmm. And so like, when you really think about what you're doing every day, whether a good habit or a bad habit, like you have to really think about, is this working for me or against me? Because some things that we do every single day are really toxic for us. We don't even realize it, but if you just do it twice a week or, you know, whatever it is, but it's that, it's that every day. Right. And so you really have to be cognizant of what you're doing on an everyday basis that can help. Yeah. Help you heal. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. I think that's such a good point. And um, oh, and and one other thing about holistic health in the space that I am so passionate about and love is that most holistic practitioners and doctors have been through something themselves. So if you have PCOS, if you have an autoimmune specific disease, you can find practitioners out there who basically have gone through it themselves and then not gotten the help that they needed through Western medicine and then went to school and they're passionate about this. So it's special. It's like a special industry because it's people who have been there and know that you can fix yourself and heal yourself and they know how to do it. So that's another special thing that I've loved about being in the holistic space and community. It's just, 
people have the passion, but they've been there too. So yeah, they have the empathy because they've experienced it and they, they know what we're going through. So, okay. I have so much enjoyed our conversation. I love talking about, I love talking about health and this journey because at the end of the day, I do think like this middle age for us is wonderful and amazing and enlightening. I think there's so many amazing positives to it, but there's also a lot going on in our bodies that we are experiencing that cannot be so positive. And I think holistic medicine is such a great way to just give ourselves the ability to feel better. Yes. So I love what you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I'm very passionate about it. Love it and love spreading the word. And, you know, when people are ready, there are places to get education and and learn. and, And that's kind of what I built Holistic Health Collaborative for so people can come and learn and find practitioners, read blog posts and, and figure out you like, Hey, can so, yeah. Tell us how do they come and learn? How do they yes. find you? Well, the website is um, www.holistichealthcollab.com. And um, currently they can go to the site and search in either like a symptom or a condition or a practitioner name that they're looking for type, like if you're looking for acupuncture. And so there are 50 practitioners live currently. And, um, you know, we're going to be doing a lot more for the experience, but there's a survey that people can fill out if they're looking to get help with some specific symptoms. I have a nurse on staff that can work with people to help match them to a different modality and stuff like that. But yeah. So some people are starting to do blog posts. So we're really adding to the content on the site so that when potential um, clients are coming to the site, or if you want to find out just more about it, that you, you really can research different modalities and find practitioners. If you have an interest in that. I love it. Well, that's great. So guys, if you, if, and when you're looking for a holistic health, practitioner. Make sure you check out Holistic Health Collab. You can also find Kate on Instagram at Holistic Health Collab. And I want to thank you all for joining us today. And you know what? Doing a little something for yourself because this is part of your journey, just listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed and took something from this podcast that will help you feel better, be better, and do better. So um, I will be back next week with another amazing suburban warrior to share her story. Until then, have an awesome week, guys. 